It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Everybody, it is number 75. Can you believe that shit? 75 of the Go Birds podcast. Radio.com, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's the Vinnie Curry episode again. Hey, there it is. It was the Josh Sweat episode, but Sorry. now it's the Vinnie Curry episode again. Sorry, Josh. How exciting. That is James Seltzer. I'm John Barchard. L.A. Shore Parks all the way over in Westchester on the Skype.com. How are you, sir? Doing good. Doing good. I have a... Uh... I have a comment somebody left on the podcast that I would like to uh, I would like to address a, re- a review, a review. Yes, a review, which you can go on iTunes right now and do the same five star reviews are the only thing that's necessary. that's all I want. If you leave anything less than five star, don't even you can do say it. anything you want. don't even bother to leave a review. if It's not going to be five stars. That's uh, why I look at it. All right. What do you got, Elliot? So we've been getting a lot of five star reviews re- recently, which I do appreciate. But this guy. So. The uh, header is ESP. Shake my head. So obviously, off the bat, I know this is not going to be not going to be good. Well, that's a typical but, right response most of the time. Right, exactly. So it's by Mills nine hundred three. Shout out he to says, Mills. Shout out to Mills. <laughs> ESP is the biggest hater. Like, how do you judge a rookie receiver after watching twenty minutes of fielding punts and standing around other receivers <laughs> on the first day? Not a bad take. On the first day of rookie minicamp, since the Eagles draft him, you haven't you've been a hater. Let the kid live, and he basically goes on to say that I don't like our Sega White side. So let me let me just say this, and John, you recorded this podcast with me, so you would know. Yep, I prefaced all of my comments on these rookies by saying we only watched twenty minutes, and these are just my reactions to 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 those twenty minutes. And I will and, say, you were just remarking on the athleticism, not the player. Right. All I said was he didn't look as big as I expected compared to the other receivers. That's literally it. So yeah. I appreciate the comment. I appreciate him taking time to do it. 
I can be a big hater, that's for sure. But this is one area where I'm going to have to like stick up for myself and say, I am not anti-Arcega Whiteside yet. However, he might not be a good player. He might be. But these 20 minutes of rookie minicamp has not impacted my decision on him. However, on draft night, I had to basically convince Elliot of why the logic of why they drafted him. Though. Well, regardless. <laughs> you didn't convince me. You tried to well, convince here, me. Here's, here's my takeaway. First and foremost, you said you're all right with the comment, but you're clearly not yeah because he had to bring it up at the beginning of the podcast second Fair. thing second thing i like this i think people should write in give us five stars and then rebel it yeah i'm good with this yeah, that's totally it's a fine. beautiful thing you can do that well those are most of the comments we get so that's fine with me it's a little butthurt elliot what's going on yeah what's wrong what's up buddy uh, no, I'm just I look, I take criticism as well as anybody, but do you this know? one it doesn't seem like you do. I'm just Well, no, I mean this is what I'm trying to say. Like this one I felt This one really bothered not, you. Not fair. Yeah. Like <laughs> I I stood up for my Alshon is overrated take for two years. Like I can stand Too long by take, is what you meant to say, yes. Too long, correct. But I am not anti Arcega Whiteside because of the twenty minutes of rookie minicamp. That's it. So I appreciate him listening. I appreciate him the feedback. I appreciate he had a bad take by himself, which was not <laughs> as uh, I uh, maybe well. I tell you what, we'll take a page out of the rights to Ricky Sanchez and art of the take handbook, and let's just say over the next over the next six months, if we get five hundred reviews, I'll read them all. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to offer. But I'll, yes, I'll read, please I'll, review now. I'll read them all. And yeah, I, and just like the new take mailbag that we're starting at Institute, I think it should just be take mailbag on the reviews too. If you don't have social media and you want to get questions in and stuff like that, do yeah, it through there. Or just rebel it. I'm, as long or as you rebellion. have five stars, yeah. I think this is great. Or if there's 500 Elliot rips, then I'll read all of them at once. Oh, that's <laughs> even better. Yes. God, I'm just I'm just happy you volunteered to do it. Yeah, I know. I volunteered to do when it. When you started this, I was thinking, to. like, he better not volunteer I me. I thought he was going to no. volunteer you, and I was going to support no. it wholeheartedly. Because I, <laughs> I'm not a coward, and, I, and if I ask for something, I will I will do it myself. Uh, so, all right, everyone review, so John has to do it himself. Yeah, I'll ask for that. Yeah. I, then from, from today, uh, I don't know how to keep track of that, but from today on, if we get somewhere around 500 reviews I'll, re I'll read them all especially if they rebel yet um, yeah and i'm not gonna let anyone in my family listen to that episode <laughs> <laughs> i uh here's the thing i might have to rib james a little bit Ooh, please a bring little it on. bit can you explain carson wentz at 30 million dollars would be a steal can you explain that to me yeah why, why that would be a steal because it'd be a steal for Carson Wentz <laughs> at $30 million a year. Okay. Look, if you look at where quarterback salaries are going, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger just signed a deal for $34 million a year, obviously a shorter-term deal, but quarterbacks, the way the league is going, the cap is going up every year. We might even have an un uncapped year next year. $30 million in three years is going to look like a total steal. I'm just getting out in front of it. I'm just looking at what the market is now. If you're telling me that I can sign Carson Wentz for a deal where he is not the highest average annual value of quarterback now when he signs the deal, that's a win in my book. And $30 million is $5 million below what the highest quarterback makes in terms of average annual value. $30 million for Carson Wentz is a steal. Elliot, is $30 million for Carson Wentz a steal? No. It's not a steal. I mean, it could be in a year. We could look at it and say it's a steal. We could look at it in two years and say it's a steal. Right now, it's not a steal. So it, it, what James is basically saying, what the Eagles would be saying is we're betting on him. We're taking this gamble on him. But he's not worth $30 million now. It's a risk to make the move because he hasn't been worth really $30, $30 million two out of three years in his career. And he's coming off of two major injuries. Now, 
Also, I'll say this about the $30 million number. Carson Wentz is not signing a contract for $30 million a year. His own agent represents Ben Roethlisberger, who got $34 million a year. So you're so implying would, that it would be a steal if he did sign it. No, I don't think it would be a steal. I just don't think he is going to sign for less than for less than what Ben Roethlisberger got annually. So it would be a but discount. The Eagles can pay Carson Wentz $30 million for the next two years. And then they can franchise him for another year if they wanted at 24 or 20. It'll probably be like more like 28 at that point. But and I'm not saying I want to get into the franchise tag game with Carson. If you this don't. year, if he proves he's worth it, then pay him 37 or whatever, $38 million a year, whatever it'll end up being. But I would rather pay for him when I know what he is and have a better idea of it with more tape out there, see how he reacts from the back injury, than pay for him now when you're already paying him top five top five quarterback money. It's not like you're getting him at $18 million a year. You're you're getting him at a at a high rate already. But you're you're paying him anyway. We've talked about this a million no, times. No, we don't know if you're paying him anyway. Really? You think the Eagles aren't? T- Howie Roseman has said publicly a hundred times already, we're paying him. Carson's going to be here. So what's the difference? You're saying I'd rather give away more money per year rather than lock him down now. Or yes, the- and pay him in a year. Yes, I would rather do that. I think that's crazy. I think you but why? You, but because, why? Like, for, because they're going to sign him anyway. You're going to get him. I mean, again, I am of the belief that Carson Wentz is going to go out and have a good year. Obviously, if I didn't believe that, I wouldn't say that I, I thought it right. was a steal. If Carson Wentz goes out and has a good year and you didn't pay him now, you're losing a significant amount of money. Like you said, 37, 38, whatever it is. If Andrew Luck resigns, I mean, there are guys out there who are going to even set the market higher than Russell Wilson. Plus, we're not getting that far away from Patrick Mahomes and whatever it's going to be, 200 freaking million or whatever it is, the ridiculous number he's going to get. This market is rising. It's the same thing like when they signed Zach Ertz, when they signed Lane Johnson. People looked at those deals and were like, oh, it's a lot of money for a tight end. He's a top five tight end now. And it turned out that by the time the contract kind of wears itself out, he's like a middle-of-the-pack tight end in terms of paying or a top 10 instead of a top 3 or whatever. That's the way it works. The cap is clearly continuing to go up. I think you take advantage of it now, and if you can get him for that price, I think you have to do it. Yeah, but the, the difference between tight end money and quarterback money is drastic. You're right. Going out and giving Ertz that deal ended up working out, but it worked out because Ertz has never hurt. He's turned into one of the best tight ends in the league, and he's been amazingly consistent. And Lane Johnson so those, and Fletcher Cox and a bunch of others. Just want right, to and all, it all worked out, right? Carson has had more serious injuries than all of those players. He's mis- missed more time than all those players besides a suspension for Lane. Um, so when you say like, Real yes, quick, in a just year, to say besides a suspension for Lane, where the next suspension he could get is a two year suspension. I don't think that's something you just gloss over. No, no, I'm uh, no, no. I'm just saying in terms of health, he, he Lane has remained healthy, but, but regardless, you're right. A year from now, if I wait, if I'm the Eagles and I wait to pay Carson a year from now, I could be saying to myself, man, I wish I would have paid him $30 million last year. There, there's a chance that happens, but you're glossing over the fact that in a year, the Eagles could also look back and say, man, thank God we didn't pay Carson $30 because he tore his ACL again or his back cost him eight more games. Like, There's a narrative out there that it's only going to go up, and that's not true. Carson's value has diminished from two years. So prior to him diving into the end zone against the Rams, if I would have said, to, if you would have said to me, sign Carson for $30 million, I'd be like, absolutely. But since then, he suffered two season-ending knee in- or season-ending injuries. So there's a possibility, and I would argue maybe even – a better possibility of it going up than it will be of it going down. I don't think it's a steal if you have him at $30 million. I just want to set that out real quick because it's 
It's what the market, I guess, is trying to determine. If you're his agent, like, yes, of course, that's the James is going to give you that pitch to the Eagles. And furthermore, if I'm Carson Wentz, I'm still on, and I believe he should do this. He should not sign that contract whatsoever. He got $22 million coming to you the next year anyway. You know, there's yep. going to be a significant increase there. Bet on yourself, Carson. I can't believe I'm saying this. Carson, bet on yourself and go get paid. Who cares about, you know, it's Howie. There's going to be plenty of room in there. He'll figure it out. I wonder what that $21 million is you know, sitting there all about. That's for you, man. Go get that bag. I, I, I would not sign this deal if I'm Carson Wentz. I'm begging Carson Wentz if I'm the Eagles to sign that right now. Just because of what James said, though, like, and and I'm so weird. How how am I right in the middle between you guys? It's very strange. <laughs> Is that I think the Eagles should bet on him and pay him $30 million now because James is right. If that hits, just like everybody else that he said, that's going to be monumentally great for flexibility later on. And not that I'm well, worried about flexibility with, with Howie Roseman. And, I mean, there's always going to be a way to fit that in there. But if that can... You know, save some of those guys that are here now that are younger that do develop. Um, I, I'm I am all for it. I if I'm the Eagles, I would bet that he's going to be fine. And I'm with Elliot on there is we're just expecting the uptick to come back. We don't really know if that's going to come back, and and that's why I think for me, I just need to see him out there in OTAs. I need it's- to see him out there for training camp, and then you know we'll we'll c- carry on along after that, Elliot. And that's kind of my point. Like if the Eagles sign Carr's new extension tomorrow for 30 million, you know, five years, whatever they want to do. Right. I wouldn't completely hate that decision. I see both of your points that there are upsides to gambling on him now. And the Eagles are kind of in so deep. They almost have no choice but to gamble on him. But I don't think you should let emotion take come into this decision. I mean, this is franchise quarterback money. This is, you know, one of the largest contracts you can hand out in football, probably will be the largest contract you can hand out in football. And I would just want more information before handing out that type of money. I'm acknowledging it could end up being a steal. But again, right now, 30 million, he's already top five paid. So you're not really getting a bargain on him. And you and you have his rights for the next two years for 30 million. So I don't think there's a rush to do it. Can I ask a question too? Where the fuck did the thirty million dollars come from? Have I been asleep at the wheel? Where did that come from? That like, hey, it's going to be a thirty million dollar deal for Carson Wentz. Anybody know? <laughs> well, I th- I think there was a report that cited somebody who has negotiated with the Eagles before. So I mean, <laughs> okay. look, like, shout out to the report. Good for good for you. But like, I would say that at this point, that's just basically a guess, yeah, a kind of a, okay. a starting off point. Here's my um. Can I? I'll give you my theory on why. They haven't signed the deal yet. I think they're waiting for Dak. If Dak gets thirty, Carson gets thirty. I don't think if if Carson gets more, I think or Dak or gets more. 30, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're so, somewhere right around there. Like it guarantees him thirty. I think that's what they're waiting for. I, if I had to guess, I think the Eagles number is under that right now. Right? Otherwise, why would you turn down thirty million dollars? No one's turning well, down. 30 I don't know. I mean, year, like right? you just said, I mean, he might want to bet on himself. Like it's not crazy. He might say, "Give me what I would make next year, or else I'm not going to sign this." He could, his agent could say, Howie Roseman, you've told the entire Delaware Valley a hundred times that you're signing my guy. You got no leverage. You're signing my guy. I mean, I think there are a lot of ways that 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 the reasoning could be different than that, but it's it's certainly a possibility. Yeah, I think that's... I, I also think the Eagles, that they would value, and this is when I'm worried emotional emotions will get into it, they've been so over the top with their supporter went, so, as James said, so clearly saying, he's our guy, we're paying him, we're paying him. I would... 
I would imagine they would like the idea of saying we've handed Carson the biggest contract for a quarterback and this is how much we believe in him. Like if you're already going to go over 30 million, so you're, you know, 32, 33, the highest out there is another 2 million. If you're willing to go there, I do think the Eagles might see some value in saying, all right, let's just make him the highest paid guy so we can, that we can kind of back up. That's how much we believe in him. Uh, I guess I could see that too. And, uh, um, I mean, there was what it was it pro football Tucker. Somebody says that they think this is, this will be done in this offseason. And if it is, there have been a few people have said that. Yeah, um, notable people. I mean, you know, Spuds again. Listen to Spuds. He's going to tell you things, even though he's not trying to tell you things. He's telling you things. He was. Hey, I, have a, that, I have a Spuds bomb by the way that I, I peeped him. He's, he's, yeah, Spuds He bomb. said this. <laughs> he said this with uh, Hollis and Rob uh, over the weekend. He was a guest on, on their show. Um, and he was talking about the cornerback position. And I forget his exact phrasing, but it was something to the effect of Avante Maddox is playing on the outside. Yes. That's, so, what, what, we like That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying. There's no reason to Yeah. I mean, I I'll it. have to go back and find the exact audio, right. but I remember his answer. It was kind of like, we'll see what happens with Jalen Mills. Avante is on the outside. What's the wow. better bomb? Spud bomb or Woj bomb? I'm going to go Spud's bomb. Spud bomb all day. Easily. <laughs> Spud bomb. So when he mentioned, we'll see what happens with Mills in terms of like, he might lose his starting spot or they might try him at safety or what? What was your interpretation? Uh, I think it was kind of health health related. Gotcha. Okay. Like with, with this foot thing. Um, but I, yeah, I don't remember specifically what he said about Mills, thing, but he definitely, he definitely insinuated Maddox will be on the outside. Good. Uh, that's where he should start. That's fantastic news. What is not so fantastic news, by the way, um, and I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of leaning one way on this, but you know the Jets fiasco. Uh, there's no GM there now. Everybody, I mean, everybody and their mother. Every time that this comes up, it's just a, you know Joe Douglas's name is always going to be mentioned. It was mentioned uh, during the playoffs. Not even like the Eagles haven't even won the Super Bowl yet, and they blocked the Texans from like, hey man, you know this is an. And I've noticed that the Jeffrey Lawyer has kind of changed the messaging on on Joe, and maybe that's just to kind of like quiet down like no he's just you know a part of what Howie Roseman does because the messaging when he got here in 16 was like this is one of the most important parts of our front office and this is how we're going to build it up we've also heard that you know the Eagles have been almost kind of preparing for this over the last two years by building up the the scouting department and you know everybody raves about it and I don't know if that's just people that are close to Howie and how he's telling them certain things on this but you know, Joe, uh, Joe Douglas to the Jets is definitely a thing, along with uh, Daniel Jeremiah, oddly enough, being being linked to those jobs. I, James, I want to ask you first, like, how do you think he takes this job and, and is it heading that direction? Yes, I think he's gone. I really do. And I understand. Look, I think on a basic level, if he has the opportunity to go to New York and have total control of the roster personnel, I think he has to take it, right? I mean, he doesn't have that here. No matter what they want to do, no matter what title they want to give him, Howie Roseman is and should be in charge of personnel. He should have the final say. He has earned it. There is no question about it. So in that case of Douglas, and, and look, guys get into this business to rise to the top. I mean, Joe Douglas doesn't want to be not a GM his entire career. So I, I really think, look, I, I, if it's a situation where for some inexplicable reason, a coach that just got fired from Miami just got hired and all of a sudden has more power than anyone in the building. So if it's a situation where Gase will maintain that power and Douglas won't get the power that you would think a GM would get, then maybe there's a chance he doesn't go for it. But 
if the Jets are saying, hey, man, come be our GM, come have full control, you'll be our guy here, he's friends with Adam Gase, I think he's just gone. I don't think there's anything the Eagles can do, can, can do to keep him. Elliot, stay in or going, Joe Douglas. So what's interesting is if I was him, I would take it, but I also think there's almost no shot he'll succeed there. Um, I think he has a really, really bad head coach in Adam Gase. He's in a division that obviously, as long as Brady and Belichick are in there, is going to be very difficult to win. Um, I think the only really attractive part of that job is Sam Darnold. Um, because when you look around, you know, whatever the jobs might be next year, the chances that a, there's going to be a GM opening with a quarterback as promising as Darnold is probably pretty slim. And the other thing I'll say is this. One of the reasons the Eagles are so successful, and there, there's a lot of reasons, but one of them is they are excellent at manipulating the cap. And Joe Douglas has nothing to do with that. So when you look at why the Eagles have succeeded over the last years, yes, Joe Douglas has played a role. But if he's going to go to the Jets and be the same type of personnel man in terms of, and I don't want to rip the draft, but just in terms of who he's been here, if he doesn't have an excellent cap guy and he doesn't have an excellent head coach like he has in Doug Peterson, it's going to be very hard to succeed. So part of me is like, take it, get the guaranteed money, go go take your shot, right? You've been wor- working all your life for this shot. But I, I don't think he'll succeed there if he what, goes. What do you think he'll take it? Like, do you expect him to leave? Yes. I don't think they would have fired McCagnan if they didn't know that he was going to take it. And he's very close with Gase. This is who Gase wants. I believe he's going to take is he, it. Is he close with Gase? It's the word. I, and that's yes. what people keep saying. Like, it seems I, like people in the NFL say they are close. Who's so. close with Adam Gase? <laughs> No, I just Chip. like who would be friends Chip, with that guy. Chip was close with Adam Gase. Yeah, yeah that's true. Actually, they were. Um, yeah. Here's the thing: I don't think he takes the job. Really? I I I, I, I was th- I was along the same ways that you guys were thinking too. And then I go for the for a lot of the reasons that Elliot just pointed out. I go, man, there's just a lot of different variants that is going on there. If he has no control, Charles Robinson said, like, the biggest hang-up for this Jets job is the 53-man roster, and you've given it to Adam Gase already. So unless they are, like, buddy-buddy, like, strong buddy-buddy, and I know Jeff McClain uh, had said something about, you know, it's a little, it's a bit of a stretch to say that they have, you know, our, our friends are, like, have been together for a long time or really like each other. According to whoever he talked to. So take that for what it's worth. Could, could you imagine being in this world and me like walking around being like, yeah, me me and James are like really close. And then I read an article like, per source, yeah, Elliot's right. not as close to James as everybody thinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like how devastating that would be if yeah, you're Adam Gase. You're yeah. like, oh, man, my buddy Joe's coming. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm so excited to have my buddy. We're such good friends. Can't wait yeah. for me to meet this guy. Jeff McClain, sorry. Oh my God! You believe this shit? We're man? not friends. I thought we were friends. And then you're slowly like, well, I guess he didn't respond to my last text. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the that's it, why he's been calling me Bob oh, the whole wow. time. Yeah. <laughs> man, this is this makes sense now. So here's here's another reason why the Jets have I uh, are stupid. I mean, like that's just how. However much I loved Le'Veon Bell and the idea of him being in Philadelphia, like that's significant amount of money that they planted down and the you know previous GM being there was in total win now mode and like didn't really care about the money or the cap or the flexibility of that or even really some of the selections that they made were just let's go just win this thing now and then you decide okay we got to fire this guy because hey him and Adam will be really good him and Mike and Adam are going to be best friends and then all of a sudden it's not and then you're moving on from it the same scenario could happen with Joe and Adam 
You know, that even if they are good friends, it'd be like, oh, shit, we see this thing a little differently. And I've had all these different experiences now in Baltimore and Chicago and now in Philadelphia. And Adam doesn't want to do that way. See ya. And now you've got Mosley and you've got Levy on Bell. And you've got all this money tied up in in a lot of different players. Like their cap situation really isn't that great. And to Elliot's point, if that's not Joe's thing and he needs a strong Howie next to him, then, I mean, I don't mean to say, like, how good of a GM he is, but that's a major part of this. And not to say that you couldn't find a guy or poach a lot of guys from the Eagles who currently want a, you know, a promotion out of this thing and, and go and do it. I think winning in New York is going to be uh, a lot harder, and that shouldn't be a reason why, like, well, of course, you know, if you're a – if you are – a a quarterback heading into a bad situation. That's just how the business is. I mean, the same reason why GM spots open in the first place, you're going to be going to somewhere pretty shitty. Uh, someone that hasn't won in a long time, and it's your job to kind of correct that and turn that around. But um, Yeah, but you don't get to pick your head coach here, with I, which I think is yes. one of the biggest draws to it. And again, like Adam Gase, what has he ever done? In Chicago, I mean, what has he ever done to get to this point? He he was terrible with the Dolphins. He was great with um, Peyton prior to that. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and that was Jay it. Cutler. Jay Cutler. And People Jay gave Cutler. him a lot of credit yeah. for that. But it, yeah, look, I that that's the whole confusing thing to me is like not only did Adam Gase find another job immediately, but he somehow found a job where they're willing to give him total control of the team. Oh, man, I mean, who gets who fails as a head coach in a place, a division rival no less, and then gets a job immediately where he's full control. It's unheard of. It's crazy talk. I mean, it's just happened to Cliff Kingsbury, too, basically, right? I mean, minus Well, not in the control, NFL. But he gets to go and pick his own right, quarterback. Right, from a college team. Yeah, yeah, receivers. sure, like, sure. This, this is how we're going to do it. but yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, it's crazy to me, too. Like, I don't think that, and and not to mention, uh, the front office in, in the Jets organization is still a fucking mess. You're still walking into guys that are still loyal to the previous GM or, you know, there's a lot of a lot of crap that you got to do. And it's interesting hearing like some of those people that have been in and out of, I think Mike Mayock had said it at one point or just you just kind of set all these traps for scouts to see who is and who isn't like on board with you to go and leak bad information. And I, I don't know, that just seems like a, a, a big stretch. I and, and let's just say he doesn't because I, I feel like we still really don't know what Joe Douglas does and how many fingerprints he does have on everything. So, out of curiosity, how, how many people think that you know he's he's very important in our little poll uh, that that we did? Like, how significant of a role do you think, percentage wise, James? That you know everybody thinks Joe Douglas's role is so important. You asked me to guess what people thought. Yeah. What are my options? Uh, Joe greater than Howie. Uh, he's very important. Birds will be fine anyway. Doesn't matter. So it's definitely one of the middle two. My guess is he's very important was the winning answer. Yes, 59%. And then after that, birds will be fine. 30%. Then the last one, then the Howie one. Uh, Howie won. Howie won. Yeah. 7%. I gave Howie a little too much credit there. (laughs) Still. Pretty good, but that's what Elliot. Like, this is what I mean. Like, I, I guess it's because uh, I would vote for the birds will be fine. By the way, um, I think he's important, but I think they'll be fine if he does leave. I'd probably be more with he's very important. I'm not sure the birds will be fine. Uh-oh. If I if I had to put something down there, Elliot, how about you? Well, here's the Long thing. Term, I mean, not short the term. birds. I mean, they could be fine either way, but 
I mean, it's really going to depend. Like, if Carson stays healthy, they'll be fine. If Carson doesn't, then they won't be fine, right? Like, I think what Joe Douglas does is important, but in the in the power structure of what's going to make this team be really good and what's going to make them a winning team, it's, you know, it's Howie, it's Doug, it's Carson. You could even argue, you know, like Andre Dillard at this point. So I do think Joe Douglas is very he, – he is very important, but – the, he could leave and the birds could be fine. I think one thing Howie has really learned since being shunned by Chip Kelly is he's learned to listen to other people and he's learned to hire people that other people he, he could potentially be viewed as a threat. I mean, Joe Douglas was kind of a it's guy a great that people point, thought to be a threat. It's a great point. So I do think they would bring in somebody, a very high-quality candidate to replace Joe Douglas. Which was, by the way, that was definitely a thing. That wasn't just like... Oh, it definitely was it a thing. It happened. Yeah, <laughs> like Manowitz, the whole thing. We Everything. know. Yeah. But regard, I do think, Elliot, I think that's a great point. We've yeah, talked a ton about all this stuff that how he learned in his year off, and how he's clearly just a completely different human being, much less a different vice president or president of football operations or whatever his title is. Um, but I think it's a really good point that the working with others type of thing seems to be maybe the most important change that happened. And we've seen it work well. Again, him and Joe, you know, they've had a really good relationship, at least from the outward, what we see. Yeah. It's worked really well. I think that how he can do that again. And look, they've done, I mean, they brought in Andrew Berry. I, I know he's a highly respected guy. They've beefed up the staff around. And if Joe does leave, you've, you worry that, you know, Andy White will leave too. You'll lose other guys like that. But I ultimately trust that the, the Howie we have now, the new Howie, he'll be able to figure it out without Joe. Yeah, I, um, I'm still on my stance on it would matter. And I think it would be significant in the years down the road and not necessarily short term, only because... I mean, they've they've given them a, a a great blueprint to kind of move forward, and I will I will side with the people that you know know the the ins and outs of the front office, especially in the scouting department, and take their word that like, hey, there's a lot of superstars on this staff, so it you know I, I think it'll be good. It's just that when we always get into these discussions, much like assistant coaches, we really don't know the impact. <laughs> like we we really don't know who's actually running the show. It might be like Howie and Joe and the third guy and the fourth guy and the fifth guy that all make a great yeah, team Andy Weidel might be the true superstar. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. We, we really, truly don't know at the end of the day unless we're hanging out in the, in the laundry room and just, you know, keeping it. I want it. I would love to do that someday. If, if, I was, if I was Joe Douglas, though, and I got hired by the Jets, I would offer Jake Rosenberg, the Eagles cap guy. Yes. Like, literally, literally whatever he wanted and hope that he would come because you want to talk about a potential blow, and I do think Howie really does understand the cap, but Jake Jake Rosenberg is the guy that, like, when we always go, you know, oh, Howie season, Howie another move, blah, blah, blah. Like, Jake's the guy that does the cap. So I, I think he would be a bigger loss than Joe Douglas. I don't think wow. he would leave. But uh, if I'm Joe, I'm doing everything I can to try to take him. Interesting. Very interesting. So Elliot's a big Jake Rosenberg guy. Big, <laughs> big Jake Rosenberg he's guy. Always, yeah. He's always throwing the Jake Rosenberg out there. Number one on the I board. Love it. Love it. Uh, and you know, and Elliot's not the only. Elliot's not alone there. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that say, and I'm that, never Mister and Mrs. Rosenberg, huge <laughs> fans. I know that. Yeah. And Chris Mortensen. Yeah, yeah. they all told the same. It's basically family. How so. likes I'm him. Saying, I'm just saying though, to my point that I just made, like one of the reasons how he's good now is he lets people like Joe Douglas yeah, and Jake Rosenberg sure. kind of do do their job. So losing them would would be a big deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I I really do think it would be a big deal. I mean, I just we've. And this is the other thing too is just people don't people don't really buy into the the drafts for the last couple of years and I think you have every right to be skeptical about it but I mean it's just not it's not just 
draft. It's it's talent acquisition in general, and they've nailed free agency, you know, ever since they've they've been around and together. So um, we'll have to wait and see. It'll probably be all for nothing. I don't think it goes anywhere. I think there's got to be something sweeter than the Jets. Job I that hope opens you're right. I, I I mean, I, I really hope he doesn't leave. I just I'd be surprised if he doesn't. Um, I'm trying to think of a team that would be better <laughs> off the, the top of my head. Even if he went to if if the Miami job opened up, that would seem to be better. Oh, right I don't now. think so. I mean, they, I mean, just well, yes, you can kind of tinker. And, it just you know. seems like there's a lot of dysfunction there, and the gaze part of it, and the power and the control is the real issue. From a roster perspective, I think the Jets are in better shape than the Dolphins. Certainly. You got Sam Darnold, so at least from that perspective, and it, and it all comes down to Uh-oh, what email chime alert. Sorry, it, it's I'll never forgive you. It, it you only oh, email chime only seems to go off when I'm talking. I don't know what that's. <laughs> about um, i think that um to obviously it depends on i think part of this also could be how much does joe douglas value that roster too does he look at something like sam darnold and say all right do i think sam darnold is someone to build around maybe that influences decision Definitely. too so i think you john you are right that there are a lot of factors outside of just he gets to be the gm that are involved in this but I do think that if some of those other factors can be massaged, I think that ultimately he wants to be a GM and this is an opportunity. And, and we're not even at this also like from a personal standpoint, he, he'll get, you know, a, a million dollar, $2 million raise and he'll get like seven or 8 million guaranteed. Right. So th- there's that aspect of it as well, that he's not in it for offer- the money. Ellie. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I know he's not obviously <laughs> kidding, but, kidding, no, kidding, I'm kidding. I think of how terrible a job would have to be for someone to offer me 15 million guaranteed over whatever. And yeah. me to say, oh, well, point. you know what? You are kind of a mess there. I'd be like, I don't care. I'll come be a mess there for 15 million. Yes. And just bounce. <laughs> I'll be a $15 million mess. baby. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, want to, you want to see how big of a mess I can make. Yes. $15 million. Okay. We'll see what happens. I'll make a huge mess. And I'll get, Fucking rehired faster than Adam Gase. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah that makes I don't know and Lynch on the quarterback depth chart. Like I don't know if you can get rehired faster than Adam yeah, Gase. That's true. Did. That's true. But if if there's one guy that can do it, it's probably Joe Douglas. Uh, by the way, uh, just a quick May hot take. Sam Darnold sucks, and that's why I wouldn't take oh, that job. Oh no! Sucks. Bad take. It's a horrendous he's, take. He's, gonna be, he's going to have one of the worst. Sophomore slumps on the planet. Wow, strong team, disagree. That team is going to blow up. I mean, Gase isn't going to help him. No, that team's oh, going to come on. If there's any, if at least Gase is like okay with quarterbacks, if you're going to do that, no, like, well, what, what did he do in Miami? Well, like but, the two quarterbacks you listed are Peyton Manning, who's one of the best of Ryan all time. Tannehill blows. What do you want him to do? I mean, he made Jay Cutler look like a serviceable quarterback when when everyone else in the league was like, "Fuck Jay Cutler." He made him look like a serviceable quarterback. It was like nine years ago, but okay. <laughs> Hey, anytime. Once a quarterback guru, always a quarterback guru. I got, there you go. I, got I, a, I got a pretty good track record of lining up with James's. Uh, I, this guy's. If I say a he's a good coach. coach, he's probably not a good coach. So, and I don't think Gase yeah. is good. I'm just saying. No, the, I know. If there were one area where I, I'd hire Adam Gase to be my quarterbacks coach. How yes, about that? That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. That's fair. Uh, well, you'd probably be fired in about a month if you did that. So maybe I would. <laughs> because Adam Gase would have found a way to usurp me. I think, exactly. Yeah, yes, exactly. stabbed you in the back. Yes. Uh, well, uh, ESP's head to Ireland, so he is. Oh, good for you! Not a friend uh, of anybody because he's not gallivanting around Europe. We're just, you know, grinding. So uh, I'm going to go check out to see if Carson Wentz shows up at OTAs, and uh, we'll talk about it next week. Plus, me and James. Ooh, we'll, real quick, real quick, yeah, real quick. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you're planning a trip to Ireland, and you plan it during OTAs. Yeah, so I'm with you, man. <laughs> oh, all right. This was. Do you care yeah, about your a- job at all, or you're just saying fuck it? Well, all right. So this, this <laughs> two things. First, it is devastating to me that this happened. Like, I'm very upset that I'm not going to be there on Tuesday. Genuinely upset. But 
me and my girlfriend bought tickets to see the Spice Girls, and this is when they were in Ireland. No! So we had fucking no! You're missing OTAs over the no! goddamn Spice Girls. No, well, you planned your trip to about. Ireland around the Spice Girls. Yeah, that's that's no, not around the Spice Girls, but that's just a uh, pretty much sounded to me like you just girls. said we had to go to Ireland this time because that's when the Spice Girls were there. That's what I heard. I've literally been debating telling you guys this on the podcast for the past like four episodes. I'm so happy like, you, you did. I'm so happy you did. I love it. I'm proud of you, buddy. Good work. Again. The five-star reviews, once we get 500 of them, I'll read them all, especially for Spice Girls takes. My God, That's I awesome. can't believe this. I had, I was like, wow, good for Elliot. He's going to Ireland, Ireland and not cool worrying about well, That's yeah. such a great idea. He's going because it's the damn Spice Girls. Well, we're doing other things as well, but I yeah, mean, it's the, the high, highlight of the trip, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's I'm a little long, I'm a little younger than you guys. Like Spice Girls, you know, back in the day, like everyone got. Listen, down to you need to stop doing that. I'm four <laughs> years older than you. That is pretty nah, much. You're it. An old head. It's all good. <laughs> oh man! So, listen, I spiced up my life a long time ago, and it was. So I'm saying a minute. I'll do a, a little half, drinking for the concert. It's going to be a blast. You're uh, mad. I'm, I'm no. I think it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is Elliot Shore Parks for James Seltzer. I'm John Barchard. You can uh, catch me and James. Saturday, tomorrow, from 1 to 3 on WIP for Go Birds Radio. Until then, we'll see you on 76 right here on Radio.com. Sports Radio 94 WIP. We'll see you guys. Go Birds. Yeah. Do you use a pee pad when you pee, or is it just the toilet, or <laughs> a pee pad? Yeah, I thought I thought there was gonna you be pee, a, you a, a pee pad guy. A, a pee pad break. No, I just pee in the toilet. <laughs> did you flush? <laughs> did you, you wash your hands? Do you I'm sit saying, while you pee? That was quick. I sit when I pee. I have sat while I pee. I think I, sit, sitting while you pee is underrated. It's great. No, nah, I think that's a bitch move. Yeah, I'll do yeah, it. I'll do it like when I, if I. The only time I, I'll sit is if I wake up in the middle of the night to go pee yeah. because it's dark and I don't want to like miss. Yeah, that's the. You it's don't relaxing, miss if you though. sit. It's relaxing. You don't miss if you sit. I don't hate uh, to sit while you pee. Now, if you got to go quick, it's yeah, it's a whole different story. But if you got time, I always yeah, sit. I don't hate it. Yeah. I'm not gonna hate on that. That's all. Less, uh, less clean. Bad, bad take. Porn, normal. <laughs> oh, wait. Bad, bad take. What? Bad take. Per normal. He oh, said. Bad take shots. Per normal. Took some shots. Listen, is what he did. Listen, we can go toe to toe with bad takes here, bud. I'm pretty I mean, sure I'm you're going to come up on that the one. Yeah. Elliot is a man of bad takes. So. I'm a man of bad takes. Yeah. How's Giannis looking? Okay. Not great. I'm already preparing my tweet for when I'm <laughs> <laughs> He can apologize. He to literally Brooks said he will too. never be the best player on a championship team. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's awesome. He's going to do it this year. I know. Uh, <laughs> well, if it's not this year, I don't think it'll ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> Double down. Why not? I tell you what, though, it'd be like 
There's literally no way they're beating the Warriors. How embarrassing would it be to the Warriors if they got beaten by fucking Brogdon and Eric Bledsoe and Lopez, though? That's, that's what I'm what saying. I, that's, like, what, that's what I keep there's thinking. There's no way. That would, that would, he would be, everybody would be like, he's better than LeBron almost instantly if that happened. He's arrived. And then you're going to look really bad. Oh, it's going to be great. Which is kind well, of although, really as of now, I haven't gotten much slack on it, so maybe people have forgotten, but I'm sure that won't continue oh, to be. Don't worry. Oh, no, we'll, we'll make sure. Yeah, that they <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I'm sure. This is the Easter egg for the podcast, so they're going to know <laughs> almost instantly. Yeah.